Okay, so should I start with, hey, this is, welcome to the first episode of, what was the first part? Welcome to the first mini pod by the Real Life Diabetes Podcast with NASCAR driver Scratch. Welcome to the first mini podcast. Welcome to the first mini pod by the Real Life Diabetes Podcast with NASCAR driver Ryan Reed. Where do I throw in my name? Amber Clear, can I say something like Amber Clear here? No, welcome to the first mini pod. I wasn't ready. But I'm very close. All right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. And today's guest, we have NASCAR driver Ryan Reed. I didn't get this disease by eating too much candy. Sugar, it ain't a pager, it's a pump. But when I'm Jones and it comes in handy. Tell me, sugar mama, what's your A1C? Are you into endocrinology? Pricker is a pricker and the pumping is pumping. Beats like Wilford Brimley keep coming, but I'm counting carbs and my calories burning. Pricker to the finger to deliver the prick. Wake up tomorrow and it starts again, but I'm alive. Yes, I'm A little thing called diabetes, it's a daily grind, it's a daily grind, and it grinds and grinds and grinds. So yeah, uh, do I have to start over? I get so nervous, I don't know why. <laughs> this is perfect, all right. Start back, start over, you're good. I'm you're good. So today's guest, Ryan Reed. I gotta be honest with you, I didn't really know who he was until I received a amazing email saying that I had won a sweepstakes. Um, in fact, it was the Lily Diabetes, My Diabetes Pit Crew sweepstakes. And I am now an honorary member of Ryan Reed's pit crew. Um, he's a NASCAR driver and he's 20 years old. And um, in talking to his team, they allowed me to actually interview him and record it. So we didn't get to sit face to face, which was unfortunate, but um, man, that guy's a champion in, in so many ways. And um, so I, it's, I just think it's an amazing opportunity, Amber. I mean, in how many NASCAR events have you ever watched in your life? Um, a couple. A couple. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of. I'm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be careful. <laughs> I have actually seen a couple. <laughs> okay, good. good. Um, so it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's car number sixteen, and I just want to say one brief thing about him and reading about him. Um, trying to figure out what I wanted to ask him about because he was diagnosed, I believe, in 2011. Um, and as a driver, and as we all know, there are certain limitations. And so he really hit the ground running, fought for the right to race, and Lily and the American Diabetes Association stepped in our sponsors. So as a part of the honorary pit crew, my name and oh, God, I think my picture are somewhere <laughs> on his site, which is hilarious. But anywho... Um, it was ex- it was really exciting to uh, interview him, and I hope that you'll enjoy this episode. You know, and I haven't even had the chance to listen to the episode yet, but just hearing you talk about it, it sounded like the guy's real, and uh, and we were just excited to have him on the show. And I will say, a as, as a teaser, um, this is a mini pod, so it's short and sweet. And because um, I was only a, 
allowed 16 minutes. I think I took 18. No, 15 minutes. I think I took 18. And I want to say Nothing that, about that surprises any, anybody who's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, totally. But I said right off the bat, like he, I have read so many articles about him and doing research as to how he came to what he's doing today. And so I asked him about the real life, the things that are not going to be in your traditional interview. And so I hope that you'll enjoy hearing what he likes to cook, um, what he tells his housemates. And um, is he dating anyone? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Yeah. All right. So let's get this mini pod going. Let's Thanks, do Amber. It. Hi, is this Amber? It is. Hi, it's Nora from Lily. How are you? I'm wonderful. Awesome. Um, well, congratulations again on winning the Pickery <laughs> Sweepstakes. Thank um, you. And I have Ryan on the line. Um, so I'll let him take it away and I'll let you guys chat. Sounds great. Thank you so much for hey, this Amber, opportunity. I'm great. Um, I'm actually excited for this opportunity. Um, so well, congrats. We're, we're really excited too. And I'm not really sure how many people won, but I, yeah, this is a, a unique opportunity and I don't know how much you know about me, but I want to say right off the bat that I've had type one diabetes for almost 32 years and absolutely have enjoyed your story and your philosophy in life. So thank you for sharing what you're sharing. That means a lot. (laughs) Yeah. That means a lot. And, you know, I I was diagnosed, uh, you might know, but I I was diagnosed four years ago and um, was actually told that uh, I'd never never actually be in a race car again. So just to be racing today is a huge blessing. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I wanted to, obviously we wanted to use the, use the platform and use racing kind of as a, as a way to, um, spread awareness. And then for me, my, my biggest thing with the whole program is to show, show the people with the disease that, you know, you, you don't you can do hold anything. you back. And, uh, Absolutely. You know, yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's my most important thing that I wanted to, I wanted to let people with, uh, with type 1 diabetes now and, um, you know, so let people be able to make a decent impact and just really excited to, to do more in this program has been a, has been a way to get, um, you know, people like yourself that, you know, live with the disease, um, you know, just a, just a fun way to be involved with the racing and, um, you know, have, have your name on the, on the pit crew star suit and hopefully bring us a little bit of luck too. <laughs> I think, I think the whole thing is, is just, is priceless and actually quite comical to me just because I'm not a race car person necessarily, but my dad is such a, yeah, he's so into <laughs> it. So he's more excited about this probably than I am. Um, in a, in a funny way that he's just <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> whatever. I have to say one thing too, with you being newly diagnosed and me, I feel like being a veteran, um, growing up and through all through college and things like that, I was given a scholarship essentially, and they gave me a list of the things that I could not study. And one of them happened to be, to be an artist, because if I were to go blind, I would no longer be employable. And, you know, 32 years later, i not only was I an artist, but I ran a gallery for 10 years. And so I feel like the same mentality that you really can do everything. And again, your message is, is great. And I have a list of questions for you that are not about racing necessarily, but more about your average life, just because we get to read about who you are as a, an incredible racer. But I think that some of the questions that I have are just a little bit more down to earth, if you don't mind addressing them. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds sounds great. So, I read in one of your things that your pit crew is prepared to give you an insulin shot should you need it. That's crazy to me. And I think it's awesome that they've, you know, your gear is set up to where they can easily give it to you, I guess, in your thigh. Do you trust them with giving you a shot? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Uh, it's funny because it's kind of a, I guess, a little bit of an ongoing joke because, you know, I mean, 
obviously they don't want me to have a high blood sugar in the right there, but they're like, man, yeah, if you do, it'll be pretty cool to be able to stab you, you know, so <laughs> they give me a hard time about it, and, um, but it's cool, you know, I mean, I think that uh, one of the coolest things I've, I guess, seen um, since I've been diagnosed is how good humored everyone has, almost everyone that has diabetes is about their diabetes, you know, and I feel yeah. like um, the more relaxed you can be about it and the more, like I said, good humor about it, um, just the easier it is, you know, it takes it, makes it a little bit less serious, obviously, we all know how serious it is and how yeah. frustrating it is, but, you know, I like to make light of it a little bit every once in a while. Okay, and then when, okay, so you're on the pen, and I saw that in the article that talking about the pen versus the pump, I give injections and then use the pen for my Lantus, and then my partner in the Diabetes Daily Grind, he's a pumper, and so we're always going back and forth about what's best. And I really appreciated what your endocrinologist, your physician had to say about why you've chosen to stay on the pen. And were you, I, cause I can only speak from being eight years old when I gave my first shot, but were you freaked out to give your first shot? Yeah, it's honestly a pretty funny story. Um, my first shot, my, uh, I, so I was sat down, uh, with my parents at the time, mm-hmm. I sat down in the kitchen and I had everything ready to go, and uh, you know, had my had my units dialed in and all that. And I want to get my first shot, and I was so freaked out. I'm like, all right, mom, can you, can you do it for me? And my mom, my mom, like, you know, she didn't want to hurt me, so she was just like really slowly sort of me, and I'm like, ow, stop. And uh, and so then we're, we're almost kind of like in a fight because you know she's like, I don't know what to do, and I'm like, I don't know what to do either, you know. And, uh, so like, right, we're kind of like yelling at each other. Not young, but we're, we have our voices raised to each other. And my mom just sticks me with it. I'm like, oh, I wasn't that at all. So uh, that, got, that got me over my fear of it a little bit. So uh, I just figured now that the quicker I do it, the, the better. You know, my mom, I'm in an exact opposite situation. When I was sitting on the steps and my mom was having to give me my first shot at home, she started to sweat and start to pass out. And so, and she was having a nervous breakdown because she knew I needed to take the insulin. And so I just took the needle from her and stabbed myself. And I was like, that's it. You know, and from then on, it was... You know, I took control of the disease, I felt like, but I can't imagine being a parent because yeah. having to give your kid a shot would suck. Um, okay, so no, yeah, no. with you giving your own shots, um, what's your, because I have my favorite injection sites, um, where do you, where's your go-to? Arm, uh, thigh, abdomen your abdomen. I think that's a guy yeah, thing. I really that's, do. That's where I almost, that's where I almost always give myself shots. I'm in an airport or something. Uh, I might get my thigh or whatever, but I mean, uh, nine times out of ten, it's in the admin. Do you give shots to your clothing? Uh, I have, uh, <laughs> you know, not not too often, but I have been in a situation like um, I was at a wedding and uh, and went through my went through my shirt. Uh, <laughs> I think last year. Right, you got to do that every once in a while. More out of laziness. <laughs> more out of laziness because I didn't want to deal with tucking my shirt back in. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally understandable. Um, okay, so my average blood sugar every day, where I feel like I'm my best, is 110. And I saw in the article that when you're racing, your goal is is 115. Is that yeah, correct? That's where I like to start, right? Yeah, like low 100s, you know, anywhere from like one to 115. Um, and I feel great right there, but also too, it sets me up because of adrenaline and dehydration. Yeah fatigue my blood sugar always goes up but it puts me in a position if i start right around there to end around 200 and that's like where through that whole through you know the mid 100s to high 100s is where i mean i i, I always feel i feel 100 percent through that whole through that whole zone so that's my that's my target i guess and i think it's great how you also stated in that that um 
when you're looking at your CGM on your dashboard, you're also checking your other gauges and things like that. And it's like, you have to split your time, obviously. And I think that's a really good way to articulate to the average person that doesn't understand all the things that you're a walking science project and everything that you're doing, either physically, mentally, or whatnot is going to affect that. So having to watch it, I just, I think you're really doing a good job of telling the general public what it's like to be in your position. I, it's just, yeah, well, well articulated for sure. Um, okay. And so with going low, because I know that in, when I was first diagnosed versus now, um, when I go low and without even having a test, I can feel it come on. What are your, do you, are you sensitive to that? And what are the symptoms that you feel? Um, honestly, since I've, since I've got my CGM, uh, I'm, I'm not, um, I guess I'm not as sensitive to it because, you know, my alarm goes off, uh, like 80, I want to say. And mm-hmm. so I guess I'm alerted to it so much earlier. Um, that's good. Diagnosed. Um, yeah, I, I would say that, uh, one of the earliest ones would be, um, kind of lightheaded uh, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, I don't know how that is, um, not aggression would be the right word, but, you know, frustration, like, uh, yeah. irritable. There we go. Let's go with irritable. Straight anxiety pops up and you're like, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I think that's, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and then, okay, so when you do go low in your everyday life or, I mean, I read that when, you know, when you're in the car that you have, which I think is awesome to hear that in your helmet, you can have an energy drink or something, which is straight sugar, which is awesome. But so if you're, let's just say, hanging out with your friends, what's your go-to? What do you keep in your pocket? Uh, I usually have, um, I think their Gluco Lift is the Gluco Fed Lift, but I always have those on me. Um, um, you know, but if not, um, I mean, I'll drink, I'll drink a soda or whatever. I'm, I don't really like drinking soda just because I don't feel that great, but the Gluco <laughs> yeah. Lift is like my go-to. I, I love those things. They take, honestly, they're, they're only like a shock tart, so I don't, I don't mind it. <laughs> you know, it tastes pretty good. We uh, we've talked about Ryan keeps Cliff bars in his pocket, especially if he goes out at night. And I have cranberry like fruit strips, essentially that are twelve gram, fifteen grams of carbohydrate, so it doesn't like blow up your sugar. And it's easy to put in your pocket. I'm just yeah. throwing that out as a as an option should you um, need something in your pocket. Um, and then let me see what else yeah, I have. Um, okay, so you like cooking. I understand wanting to prepare your own food because there's I feel like less guessing. So what are the a couple yeah. of go-to meals that you like to cook for yourself. Um, I don't, honestly, I'm I'm kind of all over the board a little bit, but um, uh, just being 20, I have like a little George Foreman girl and grilled chicken <laughs> is like five nights a week. I would say um, it's so easy, it's like seven eight minutes and it's ready. Um, but I mean, you know, um, I, I eat a lot of not because I am paleo, but especially at nighttime, I try and. Cut the carbs. Yeah. Uh, just for a lot of reasons. Yeah. I mean, just you feel better. for a lot of, for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. So I, uh, I have a paleo cookbook that I, that I like a lot, but one of my favorite things is, uh, there's this spaghetti squash, uh, buffalo chicken recipe. And, what? um, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I am currently addicted to spaghetti squash and have literally posted two oh, recipes so good, yeah. in the past two weeks about, how much I love that vegetable and how easy it is to substitute for pasta. And I bake with, I mean, okay. So I'm glad to hear that you have a Buffalo chicken. spaghetti. I'm going to have to look it up. Sounds delicious. Yeah. It's so good. If you like spicy food, which I love spicy. Love food, spicy. Um, 
Yeah, oh. so it's uh, that's that's my probably my favorite. Um, it's so easy to. I mean, you know, I mean, like at the time I'll throw the spaghetti squash in the oven. I think it tastes a little better, but if I'm gonna yeah. throw it the microwave for I forget exactly how much time it is, but it's really easy. So um, <laughs> that's that's like probably my favorite. We if could I'm, s- if I'm eating healthy. We could swap recipes because I yeah that would be I'm I'm all about it. Um, and so being someone who is incredibly busy, do you grocery shop for yourself? <laughs> um, I don't mind it. I love honestly. I love going to Whole Foods. So if I, <laughs> if I have the time, but if not, my my roommate uh, uh, will uh, will if I'm having a really short week and if I fly back from the race on Saturday and I have to leave on like Tuesday or whatever, uh, you know, he'll uh, he'll restock the house if he, if he knows that I'm not going to have much time. So um, <laughs> nice to have a roommate for for that and also too. I mean, it's nice to he knows a lot about my diabetes and you know recognizes all the symptoms. So if he's taking a uh, you know, just an interest in, in diabetes and, and, you know, uh, mm-hmm. knows quite a bit, which, you know, makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Have your friends responded? I mean, everybody's been down to, I mean, I'm not going to say cool with it, but supportive, essentially. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, your 20s is a, a really fun time, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, in your 20s, I spent a lot of time with my friends. So, you know, they've uh, asked a lot of questions and, you know, going back to, you know, my friend. You know, they'll joke with me and stuff like that. And so it makes me feel really comfortable, you know, if I'm taking an insulin shot or whatever at dinner and um, at the table, you know, it's it's not like a, you know, it's not like a... A big deal. Know, big deal. You know, I feel really comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And I don't feel uncomfortable. You know, I'm joking a lot about it. My, that's funny. My roommate actually, um, he took a, uh, a, uh, a new... Um, I don't know, a new needle that I had, uh, and wanted to see, you know, wanted to know what it feels like, so he, uh, took the cap off and, and stuff with the needle just to, just to see what it felt like, because he sees him do it all the time, so. That's a good friend. Well, you know, it makes me feel like, yeah, exactly, you know, makes you feel like, you know, you're not going through it alone, at least a little bit. <laughs> I've had friends throughout my life that have said, I'd like to give you a shot, and I have always been like, hell no. I mean, that is, there is no way I would give you control over that needle in my body. So would you let your friend give you a shot? Uh, it probably depends on when the last time we like pull like a pull a prank or something. <laughs> you know, let's see. If, right. If they if they owe me one, probably not because they're probably not going to be too mental <laughs> about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, that's a very short list of people I would let let uh, give me a shot. <laughs> um, and are your housemates, your roommates, whatever? Um, did you give? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're kind of new to this, but did you tell them everything? Did they know all the warning signs? Should any shit hit the fan? Do you, are the do they know what yeah, to do? Exactly. Yeah, no, they know they know where glucagon is in the house. They know where you know they know how to recognize the you know. And plus, um, you know, having having my CGM, you know, everyone yeah, you know, that's true. It's funny because you know because they you know like obviously I have the I have the beef memorized know whether it's a higher or low <laughs> right. Um, but you know, I mean, they know too if it's two or three whether it's a higher or low. So um, that's uh, you know that's pretty cool too that they've you know they've been around me long enough to know that. You know, not only do they recognize the symptoms, but they can still remind me that, you know, where's the CGM with those tiny checks, blah, blah, blah. So it's right. kind of like having, having an extra mom around, which is kind of annoying sometimes. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same time. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, do you get pissed when people ask you, have you tested your blood sugar? Which I guess that's not a case because your CGM is in your face all the time. But I feel like at times if yeah, you no, ever act no, off, I, they're like, have you tested your blood sugar lately? Have you eaten? I'm like, you know, it's not really, it's none of your, it's none of your business, yeah. but... 
So yeah, yeah. They, they do. And I, I, the worst is when I, I'm in a bad mood, they'll be like, "Are you? Are you? Are you on the low?" <laughs> like, you know, not everything in my life is because of diabetes. <laughs> right. Um, you can just be angry I can in just life. Be in a bad mood like <laughs> just anybody else. Right. Well, that's it for my list of questions other than, um, which is totally none of my business, but if you, have you dated anyone while you've had diabetes? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I have, uh, not, I guess not serious enough to where they, they learn too much on my diabetes, but I'm pretty busy, so <laughs> it's, it's, uh, my, my time for, time for a girlfriend's low at this point in my life. Okay. Well, I wish you the best with that. It's sometimes it's not hard. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, relationships are difficult at times anyway. But um, yeah, we often talk about dating and when do you tell them and when do you have a, when you have anywho. Yeah, there's a, it's a different layer of complication, but with the right person, they totally get it. So, yeah. Yes. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well thank you so much. Congrats again, and, and can't wait to uh, can't wait to see the fire suit with your name on it. <laughs> thank you so much. I wish you the best. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed hearing Amber talk today with Ryan Reed and would like to actually see her name on his jacket in person, okay, you've got an opportunity. And it's actually on World Diabetes Day, November 14th, 2015. It's at the NASCAR Xfinity Series race at Phoenix International Raceway. Pretty cool opportunity. It's part of the Drive to Stop diabetes program that's sponsored by Lily Diabetes. If you want to check it out in person, see all the cool stuff that Ryan Reed is doing, uh, go to drivetostopdiabetes.org. It's pretty cool. All right. Are you ready to get into the, uh, the iTunes review now? Let's Amber? do the iTunes review. And just, I want to throw out and we'll have a, something about this. We're going to watch this together. I think we should all be rooting for him in the diabetes community. Like having a watch party would be awesome. It would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I know he's a huge following. Yeah. So it'd be nice to get tied into that. And he's on Twitter all the time. I'd be curious if it's, yeah. I mean, he's on Twitter and he, he just took over. I, I think it was like NASCAR's official Twitter. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And did it, it was very cool. Very cool moment. I think it was all in support of diabetes too. <laughs> all right. So okay. here's my question for you. Um, do you know what I love more than a good iTunes review, Amber? Eating sprouts for snacks. I did just do that. I yeah. did. Still yeah, smelling but, it. But not even that. What? It's a Ryan Reed. Mm. Yeah, he's it. He, he is it. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> All right, and so this week's review comes from a person named So Much Sweetness. <laughs> okay, th- th- these are our listeners. These are the people who leave us reviews. It's absolutely absurd. Okay, here's the title. Overwhelmed with diabetes humor. Oh. Is that a new genre? Mm. Diabetes humor? We'll take that. Okay, we'll take it. All right, here's the review. Sort of reads... This podcast was hilarious. Who knew T1Ds were so witty and downright ridiculous? All kidding aside, I found it informative while still entertaining. Thank you for being honest about what it's like and for sharing your candid stories. Glad you're all still alive. (laughs) (laughs) We've got to get on this, like making t-shirts and stuff, because with wonderful reviews like that, this person deserves to... uh relish in the joys of wearing a ddt indeed indeed and we actually just received our first correspondence back oh yeah we love we love hearing from you guys it lets us know that we're doing a a, i'm not going to say a good job but an authentic one at that it does yeah Yeah. good positive affirmation it's not just our parents listening Mm -hmm. to the show yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) all right Uh, i love the interview today it was a great time got the chance to listen to it um i thought i thought he was just beyond real very cool and the simplest way to get the next podcast is to subscribe subscribe on iTunes. Just search Real Life Diabetes. If you're one of those rebel types that still doesn't have an iPhone, 
Stitcher, and tune in. Still have you covered. Uh, so it looks like pretty soon we're going to have Kelly McKeever back on the show mm-hmm. in our first annual How to Thrive with Diabetes Through the Holidays. But the next episode up is actually our first live show oh, from Exciting. the Connecting Cure Gala. Mm. It was a blast. It was a blast. I mean, it was, it was just fun. We recorded it last Monday, almost a week ago. It was an amazing night. We took full advantage, possibly too much liberty yeah. in our question privileges, but we got some information. You're going to hear from our endos and um, some leading researchers, so definitely worth staying tuned in. And just in case you don't listen to us on the traditional um, iTunes form, you can go to our website, diabetesdailygrind.com, and um, we have a whole podcast thing. So every single one of them is lined back to back, so you can listen to them whenever it's convenient. Uh, Good call. Yeah, Yeah. It's coming soon. Coming soon. So we got some good stuff coming up for Christmas. (laughs) All right. To everyone out there living their best life with diabetes and defying the odds, we say cheers again to the highs and lows. Talk to you next time. Woohoo! Mini pod. Mini pod. Okay. Starting from scratch? <laughs> no, no, no. I like the intro is fine. Intro is okay. <clears throat> All right. Take one. Welcome to the first mini pod by the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. And today, Amber Clure here. Shit. <clears throat> take two. 
Welcome to the first mini pod by the Real Life Diabetes Podcast. And we're excited today to have NASCAR driver Ryan Reed. Pause. Insert music. So Amber Kluwer here. And I was lucky enough to win the Lily Diabetes My Diabetes Pit Crew sweepstakes. I don't even remember entering it, but I'm excited for this for the opportunity to interview Ryan Reed. Um, I'm officially an honorary member of his pit crew, um, and he will be doing better. Me? Okay. Should I start from scratch? Let's do a new. We'll just start. <laughs> let's, start let's start a new recording. <laughs> Take three.